Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the PR students in Kent State University's School of Journalism and Mass Communication. Thanks for coming to our digital PR podcast. My name is Isabel Illig. I am a senior PR major. And my name is Brian. I'm also a senior PR major. Today we're going to be talking about business blogging tips, a Whole Foods case study. All right, to start off, we're going to go over why blogging is good for your brand. Blog posts can become like the organic content on social channels that aren't urging people to buy a product. So companies can use like as many ads as they want as many marketing things as they want, but like people know those are for gaining new customers. Like they want you to buy something. Consumers really love content. A lot of people love reading blogs and posts and it's kind of like they're building a connection with your brand. Okay. Yeah. It also helps you tailor the audience that you bring to your website. So, you know, you have traffic coming from outside social channels and you can really tailor your content to that audience and bring more specific audiences to your website. Then it also like this, this organic content in the form of blogs helps to build trust with consumers. So you're giving them information they need and that way they know like you care about them more than just like, Oh, the money they're bringing in. Oh, they're going to buy stuff from us. You're giving them that content and creating a relationship. Like I said before, um, and it just really like gets your consumers to come back because they know you're a company that they want to be associated with. But on the other end, it also builds traffic to your website. You're getting more people onto your website because there's more content for them to view. So it's driving those numbers up and giving you more to present at the end of the month. Another thing um, having blog posts on your website can do is it gives you a lot of new page URLs and those different URLs are being ranked in searches and it really helps your website to get discovered by new customers, people who might just be like stumbling on these blog posts and discover you as a company and in the long run um, those rankings help you secure uh, your targeted audience and, and have those consumers be on your side. Yeah and the biggest thing those new URLs do is give your website a better search engine optimization. So with all of these new URLs that users are clicking on and this useful content that you're bringing, um, it brings your website to the forefront. It brings it up to the top of Google search results. So when people search something similar to your website, uh, similar to the topic that your brand is covering, it'll put your homepage, it'll put your website up further on Google search results, making it easier for consumers to find you that way. And the last thing we want to touch on here about why your brand, why your company should be blogging is that when your company has to focus on other things, these blog posts can be a passive way to drive traffic. So you might not be um, actively creating content for whatever reason, and those blog posts can serve as a way to continue driving traffic and getting people to come to your website without having to do much work. So like we said, this is a Whole Foods case study. We're going to be looking at their blog today. Whole Foods runs a great blog that has a lot of useful information for their consumers, starting with they're solving a problem with a lot of their posts. So Whole Foods started their blog in part to respond to some of the consumer questions that they were getting. 
Um, you know, as a brand, they were noticing that consumers had a lot of questions about uh, the ethics of some of the food that they're serving and then also ways to use the food that they have at Whole Foods. So one example of this is an article called The Truth About Farm Salmon. So Whole, what Whole Foods says in this article is they go over all the myths that they've been hearing about um, fish farming and specifically their salmon. So this has become a hot topic issue for you know ethic farming. Um, a lot of the uh, nets and other things in the fishing industry get left out in the ocean and it's become a big ethical concern among a lot of consumers. So Whole Foods went through all of these myths starting with you know all fish farming is bad is their first myth and they go into you know what they do to bring high quality year-round supply of healthy and delicious um, fish and that's coming straight from their article. Also going over myths like um, you know, there's no way to know how the salmon you were purchasing is raised. They said, you know, here's the facts about how we actually do things. We hear your myths, we hear your concerns about how we farm our products, but here's what's actually going on. Another thing that this blog does is helps Whole Foods engage with customers. So like Brian said before, this blog solves problems that consumers are having and helps to answer those questions. One like kind of trend that whole food saw was people not knowing how to necessarily care for their plants. Like a lot of people kill their succulents. It's really hard to keep those cacti alive. Um, so Whole Foods has this post about how to properly care, or they actually call it how not to kill your, how to not kill your succulent. So they go over like how much sunshine, what kind of soil it needs, water, how much space, how big of a container you need. And it really helps solve that kind of like fun trending keeping your plants alive <laughs> situation that a lot of people are going through. So another thing that this blog is doing is reaching potential customers. New customers can stumble upon Whole Foods blog uh, by the search engine optimization in the new URLs that we were talking about before. One big thing that we noticed that Whole Foods has is a food guide. And so they have things like apples, beans, coffee, chocolate, cooking oils, grains, nuts and seeds, all sorts of guides on how to use different items within their store. So customers aren't going through seeing all these new uh, items that they want to use, but they don't know how to use them. They're solving a specific consumer need by making these guides and by showing people, you know, here's the different things that you can do with all the different things that we offer. So aside from those food guides, there is a lot of like niche content as well. So targeted content. There's a lot of blog posts about vegan options, how to introduce like more plants into your diet. There are some articles about like different vegan cheeses that Whole Foods sells and different vegan beauty products as well. And those go along with like ethical farming. The article Brian was talking about earlier about um, how the salmon that Whole Foods sells is farmed. So yeah, one of the articles is nine ways to add greens, add plants to your routine, starting where like just adding it wherever you can into like say your breakfast burrito upgrading your oatmeal a lot of people add like zucchini like grated zucchini is one of their tips sneaking plants into smoothies building brighter sandwiches adding more greens bell peppers that kind of thing having fruit or green veggies as a snack swapping pasta for veggie noodles um adding more greens into like your frittata or <laughs> scrambled eggs your your omelet that kind of thing 
and having like frozen bananas as treats are all different ways Whole Foods says you can add greens into your diet. Going on from there, they have an article about vegan cheeses, which is really cool, near and dear to my heart. I love vegan cheese, <laughs> super good. Um, they actually go through like cheese making process that a brand called Kite Hill has. So I think that's really cool because you get to see behind the scenes in some of these articles and it's like a lot of different cheese. Kite Hill's got like ricotta, they have cream cheese, they have cheese spreads. So it's really cool and you get to explore the world of vegan cheese. Another one that they have is vegan beauty products, which is another up and coming trend, kind of like those cruelty free products. A lot of people are not into animal testing anymore. It's a big issue. So they go over a lot of the, um, like their most popular products, which I think is really cool as well. Um, Cause we know that like beauty blogging, beauty like is a huge trend. So Whole Foods decided to get on that and answer those questions for their customers. In summary, the four things that Whole Foods blog does uh, is they're solving a problem, they're making sure that their posts are specific to customer questions, and they're answering those questions, they're engaging with consumers, they're solving the problems that consumers are having, and then answering those questions even more. Also reaching potential new customers, so making articles and blog posts that are relevant to their target audiences and potentially reaching new members of that target audience, then also creating targeted content to further reach those audiences with the vegan cheese, vegan beauty products, and uh, the nine ways to add plants to your routine. All right, guys, thanks for listening. If you guys want to find out more about this Whole Foods blog, just go to wholefoodsmarket.com forward slash tips hyphen and hyphen ideas forward slash archive to get to read more blog posts. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and send us your comments on SoundCloud or tweet us using the hashtag PROnlineChat.